1: this has its own magic. welcome back to 88.3 WT's after further review myself Frank Vashner and now David the man of God Harris is on the phone lines you guys ready we got Super Bowl finally here no one like we mentioned before in our earlier segment with Brian Bucky no one's really really talking about it but I know you guys are being in depth about it so uh, like I said before we're gonna get, get in here and get to the meat and potatoes with David and Frank Frank what do you think about it well, I'm a little bit surprised that it opened up as a pick'em. Why? Well, usually
0: when you see the uh, uh, oh the betting open up, usually you see a team that's favored by x amount of points. Let's say usually by a touchdown or somewhere around in that somewhere around there. This opened as a pick'em. I believe Chiefs are now minus one. Mm. So, not saying that. Of course, I'm not betting this game at all, but. We'll kind of get into who I would take from a betting standpoint, and if it's the same as who I'm rooting for.
1: So who
0: you got? Well, you know what? I'll just go right ahead and say who I think is going to win. I think the Niners win because I like their. I like how their defense is played. And I mean, in the NFC Championship, they basically went out and assassinated Green Bay. Hey, I mean, look who th- who knew. I'd like to know how many people knew who Raheem Mostert was before he went ham.
1: Well he'd been he'd been cut by what six or seven different teams. Yeah. Ain't that right, David? It's correct. David. Uh oh. David you there? Oh, wait a minute. No, he's right here. David, are you there?
2: Yeah, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Okay.
2: You- yeah, yeah, just six or seventeen that I got they got caught by and then getting to the you know, system of San Francisco, with Kyle Shanahan behind Tevin Coleman, who was kind of in a two-man rotation in Atlanta. But, yeah, I mean, if you're a football, like a diehard kind of analytics football guy, you'll know who he most is. The average casual fan outside of people that play fantasy probably didn't know who he was. Yeah, he I, I didn't know who he
1: was, <laughs> I'll be honest.
0: Sorry. Yeah. But I mean, he—I mean, look, I don't think anybody would expect him to go off for 200 yards and four touchdowns.
1: But it seemed like Green Bay was a
0: really finesse team, and San Francisco punched yeah. him in the mouth. They were, and I think—and I got to ask David this too—is this another black mark on Aaron Rodgers? Everyone wants to say he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but I think he's kind of fallen into the same foibles that have got Drew Brees. Does great in the regular season but only has one trip to the Super Bowl to show for it in his career. David?
2: Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that he's kind of, but he's still in that one and a half, tier one and a half, tier two. I mean, Derek talked a little bit about last week, but I mean, at some point, you can only you know go so far. Sometimes you just go up against a better team, and San Francisco defense this year has been legendary. So I think anyone would have struggled against the San Francisco team because throughout this year, I mean even how, even Drew Brees's you know five thousand yard performance in that shootout against San Francisco at the end of the year still came up short. So I think with Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, you can kind of give them a benefit of a doubt because they are still the cream of the crop in terms of quarterbacking does it hurt his legacy no could still still go down as this one of the Sarah's best quarterbacks just because he's been so consistent but I mean he can't play both sides of the ball he he threw for 350 I mean granted he had 200 sessions including the game stealer but like he can only do so much he's only one guy and with the offense that they have that if we're going to be honest has a lot of name that character, name that NFL player. I mean, the defense really, you know, got punched in the face again, similar to how they did in that Monday night performance. And Aaron Rodgers, as much as he can do, he can only do so much.
0: Yeah. But anyways, I kind of, that. but that's part of the reason why I'm going with San Francisco. I mean, I like how they are defensively. I mean, uh, their front seven's really good. Nick Bosa, he's going to win defensive defensively. I believe he's already, he's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, which I believe the award ceremony is tonight, if I'm not mistaken. And I think he could also win Defensive Player of the Year as well. But I mean, you've got other guys in, on San Francisco, DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead, Quan Alexander in their front seven. And I mean, and they are very good against the past two with Richard Sherman, among others. So I think they have, they have the pieces to slow down Kansas City's passing attack. And Patrick Mahomes, who everyone says is one of the best in the league right now. And I do agree with that statement. But again, I kind of go off the saying that the old line, defense wins championships. And and also, San Francisco, everyone says, oh, well, Jimmy Garoppolo is just a game manager. They're just going to run it and run it and run it. Well, it's not really... Jimmy G's fault that they only had to throw the ball eight times against Green Bay just because the running game was just working so well. Yeah, Even,
1: I like that. If, if it ain't, if it's working, then keep doing it. I hate yeah. it when people are like well, broke, we gotta, don't fix it. Right. And I think Ch- Shanahan learned from his days with Atlanta. Don't try to get too fancy. Don't try to overthink it. If, like you said, if you got to hit do Smash Mouth football and run it, do it. But you got to do what you got to do to win.
0: But also this season, we. I mean, David mentioned that game against New Orleans in the regular season. San Fran isn't just somebody that's going to try and play muck and grind and win a low-scoring game. I mean, they can do that, but they've also shown that they can score with some high-scoring offenses as well. Uh, So I think the fact that they've got experience on both ends of the spectrum, a couple of their defense, I think they win this game. I'm going to go, I kind of see a 30, we'll say 34, 31 type of game. It's definitely going to be better than last year's. I mean, David, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm going with that point that you just kind of left off, looking at the San Francisco offense. I think they're going to need to try to be the high-scoring offense because we know Kansas City is going to put up points. And I think even though Raheem Mostert probably will have a solid game, will probably have 100 rushing yards, I still think it's going to be a situation where Kansas City is going to force um, San Francisco in the situations and positions to where they're going to be down. They're going to be in second and eight, third and seven. Those aren't normally rushing plays. Those are going to be put the quarterback, get the ball to the quarterback, make the quarterback throw, get a first down. Obviously, everyone's looking at, hey, George Kittle is going to be his number one target because that's the only guy he keys on literally 25, 30 targets a game. I mean exaggerating, but it seems like that where we're kind of spread out the amount of times that he throws. But I think for me, I'm going to, I'm leaning Kansas City kind of start talking a little bit about last week. I just think kind of the Kansas City offense, San Francisco defense is a little bit washed. My edge I'm leaning towards the Kansas City offense just because yes, the front four is great. But we know Patrick Mahomes can elude even the best of the front four. He can make plays not just with his arm but with his legs. And I think with that and the fact that in this league, if you have some pretty fast wide receivers that can just take the top off of a defense, which we know Kansas City does, are they going to be able to not just handle that for a quarter, but can they handle that speed for 60 minutes? I don't know if they can. And then flipping on the other side, even though Kansas City, everyone say, oh, they really don't have a rush defense. Their rush defense has gotten progressively better as season has gone on. Well, you are, well, saying- David, you are
0: correct about Kansas City's rush defense really improving because I know everyone said that, oh, well, they're bad against the run. Well, I think since they've gotten Chris Jones back healthy, that's kind of helped shore things up. I mean, they held the NFL rushing leader, Derrick Henry, to sixty nine yards in the AFC Championship. So, but again, San Fran's rush offense is a bit of a different animal, though, because they don't have. I mean, they're not just uh one guy who's going to carry it forty times. I mean, you've got they've got Moster, they've got Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida. They've got a three headed monster in that backfield, and and they, there's different ways they there's different ways they can hurt you. But one, here's another thing too. I mean. You know, I think the Niners win. Personally, I'm rooting for the Chiefs just because of Andy Reid because he's always been that type of guy who ha- looks like he's got the team or the talent to win it all, but just seems to come up short somewhere. So, I mean, I'm, re- I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I'd like to see Andy Reid get the monkey off his back. Heck so. But that, that's my thoughts. What Do you, do you think that Andy Reid needs this game more for his legacy?
2: Yeah. I I'd I'd do. Yes no. I do. Yes, just because he's been he's been in the league for so long and he's gotten, you know, that stretch of championships but couldn't get over the hump and when he did it was in those that first era Patriots Super Bowl run where you know came off shore with the Eagles. But yeah, I, I do. I think this was you know, stamp him as one of the best coaches in this era. I just hate just thinking about kind of the term legacy because we spread that around so much. It's like what's this coach's legacy, what's this person's legacy like? Knowing that coaches usually get a brunt of the pressure because they are the coach. Players got executed at the same time and I think I think the Chiefs have the players to execute. I think they have the ability to kind of finally win this one for Coach Andy so that he can go I don't know how he's going to celebrate in South Beach, probably with a lot of stuff that you don't want to talk about and we probably can't talk about it on air. But, yeah, I just I hope I hope Andy Reed does get it.
1: Well, I mean, if, if Reed does get it, I still think he's a Hall of Fame coach, but I think it really solidifies. I mean, think about Marv Lee, he got in now, he went to four straight Super Bowls, which is hard, and I don't think a team will ever do that again. He did get four straight losses, but I don't think really with – Coach Reed, Andy Reed's stature, I think if he gets this Super Bowl win, obviously he's a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. But if he doesn't get it, I still think he'll be a Hall of Famer. There'd just probably be some doubts on him.
2: Yeah, and and he's deserving. He's, he's been in this league for a while. He's one of the greatest offensive minds, at least that I've seen, Kind of and the, the league I've seen. He's revolutionized the game in a lot of ways, obviously people are going to look at kind of his success or failure in Philadelphia and the questions of he had these you know, these solid teams. Not I'm not gonna say like great all time teams, but you had a solid team in Philadelphia. Couldn't get over the homes and then all the championship the championship games, um, the one and done, two and done. So yeah, I, I think the right the time is ripe and the moment's right for Andrew to finally
1: only get this one Frank what are you doing yeah
0: yeah. I mean I I do agree I think Reed's going to need this for his legacy just because he's had he's been a coach for so long and and there's been years it looks like he has a team that can win it all but always just come up short I mean I think if he gets that monkey off his back then I think it's going to make him feel a lot better so, I mean, that, like I said, that's why I'm rooting for the Chiefs in this one. Even though I think the Niners win, I said 34-31. How about score prediction from you, David?
2: But for me, I have it 45-24, Chiefs. Ooh. I, th- I think you can't, you can't stop a fast-moving train. I think even if they do go behind like 7-0, 10-0, something early like that, we know Kansas City can score – 9,000 touchdowns in a quarter. Like, we know that their offense is just being able to quit like that, and if it gets into a shootout, again, I look at it, like, even though everyone's been praising him, saying that he's more, even though he's not, he pretty much is a game manager quarterback. Like, even though, you know, the ball is going to be in his hands and everyone wants to say, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy revolutionized this offense, and, you know, he's getting all this praise and stuff. I think if it gets into a shootout, you can't just throw the ball to one player the entire game and not expect, you know, one the defense to finally be able to mark it because, hello, Kansas City's used to knowing how to play against an all-pro kind of tight end. They see him in practice every day in Travis Kelsey, so they've game planned. And you get two weeks to basically find a way to organize and shut down the George Hill, make. Jimmy Garoppolo's so to his other wide receivers, which, if we're just going to be honest, the casual football fans
0: probably can't even name anyone in his wide receiving court. Well, I'll, I'll name him for you, for everyone. But you're not a
1: casual football
0: fan. I know. I mean, just for those who don't, Emmanuel Sanders was somebody they traded for. David, you're very familiar with Mr. Sanders, James aren't Sanders,
1: you? Sanders. He played 17 games, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he played 17 games, which is he a was proposal. He was traded from Denver. Right, there's a proposal up for playing 17-game season, which we'll get thoughts from that from David. But continue. Frank, who's another receiver? Debo Samuel. mm mm-hmm.
0: um, And, of course, Kittle as well. There's probably a couple others I'm missing.
1: Oh, I thought you knew them all.
0: Well, I knew. Uh, I Well, you David asked huh? me to name a couple others, and I just did.
1: Okay. So... With that all being said, I don't do predictions anymore. I just say, oh, hopefully, it's a good game. I just don't – I'm not Nostradamus, and I don't like getting in the prediction game. But here's this, though. During the Super Bowl, people – what are two things that people like? They like what besides the game? Commercials. And what else? Which, which has become popular in the last few years. Betting. What kind of Betting.
2: In-game betting, quarter-by-quarter, play-by-play, prop bets. Prop bets. There we
1: are right there. So here's a few things of prop bets from the ESPN prop bet scorecard. Here's one we will have here. Opening coin toss will be heads or tails.
0: Is this what the team is going to call or what the toss is actually going to be? Will be. Not what they call. Will be. I'm going to say tails. Tails never fails. I'm going with heads. David,
1: how about you? Heads gets the girls in mm-hmm. bed. Okay. Uh, I'll go
2: tails. So. Tails.
1: Tails fails. Come on, man. <laughs> Next one. Will either team score three straight times? Yes or no? Ooh. Because, I mean, it could be a... It could be a barn burner, or it could be like last year's Super Bowl where it was a defensive battle. I think, though, this year it'll be totally different. Usually when there's a—I there, think last year's Super Bowl was doomed because the year before that, that was such a great game between Philadelphia and New England, and then last year was just a pff, fest. I think this year, though, I think—I will say this as for a prediction, I think this will be a better game, and it'll be more entertaining.
0: Yeah. I'm going to—as for team scoring on three straight possessions— I'll lean. I'll go yes on that one. I mean, because really, all it, has, it could be score of any kind. It could be a touchdown, field goal, field goal, or three straight field goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be three straight touchdowns.
1: Speaking of field goals, team to make the first field goal of the game: Forty ers or Chiefs. It's even for the Forty minus minus one twenty for the Chiefs. Ooh.
0: I'm going to go, I'm going to lean Chiefs in that one, just because I think Harrison Butker's got had a little bit longer of a range than Robbie Gold. Right. Even though it is going to be outside, but then he gets in Miami, so I don't think they're going to be playing in a downpour. Right.
1: Next one, total passing yards by Jimmy Garoppolo. Will it be over 237.5 or under 237? <sighs> He's a great quarterback, and as you know, the last time they played the the Packers, obviously they were running the ball a lot. But let's say eight times, right? But let's say the the smash mouth. I don't think the smash mouth is going to really work with Kansas City, and they might take away the run. I mean, heck, they went against Derrick Henry and pretty much kind of contained him a little bit, bottled him. So does Garoppolo have to pull out the cannon? I I'm thinking that he might have to,
0: who given the fact that Kansas City's run defense is a little bit better. So I think he's probably going to have to throw it more. I, oof, this this is kind of a tough one. He said it was over under two
1: thirty seven in a hook. Is that right? Yes, two thirty seven in the hook. So basically, he has to get two thirty
0: eight. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll say
1: yes, well, slightly over. David.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going under. He may have a lot of attempts. That doesn't mean he's going to throw for that many yards. Because That's again, true. you have to throw the ball. Well, you can't just you well, know, three or four yard attempt and, and,
1: You could do a three or four yard attempt and get uh, some yak.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's where the majority of the yards are going to be yak. Mm. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's under 200 for the game.
1: Hmm. Okay. So you pick under David over for Frank. Yep. Yeah. And that's this one. Total completions by Jimmy over 18 or under eight? Actually, 19 because it's 18 in the hook. Ooh. Mm
2: hmm.
1: Under, under, man, you're, you're really underestimating this guy. I'm going over,
0: over, okay. I mean, some, some some for me is the up-down theory. I know. Again, like I said, only had to throw it eight times, but I think he's going to have to do it a lot more, and I think he'll
1: he'll complete he'll complete a lot more too. Completions and yardage goes hand in hand with your receivers. Yep, it has total receiving yards by George Kettle or Kittle. Over 70 in the hook or under 70 in the hook? What say ye, David?
2: Yeah, I'm going way over. I mean, again, he targets them like triple the amount of times he targets his wide receivers. Literally everyone in the country knows his first, second, and third options is George Hill. Yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, Total receptions by Debo Samuel. Over four or under four? No hook. Just four. Even an even four. Mm. I'm gonna say push on that
0: one. A push. Oh. I think David. four 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 sounds about right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm
2: going under. I, I had Devo, in Fantasy. He doesn't get the ball a whole lot. And when he does, it's like a huge play, but here or there he doesn't get the volume. I'm going under.
1: Longest now. This is with Mahomes. Longest reception by Tyreek Hill over twenty six in the hook or under twenty six in the hook. I'm gonna say over. I think it'll
0: be somewhere around thirty.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Only thirty? That's just me guessing. You think he's gonna? Yeah. You think he's gonna get one uh, more than fifty? Right.
2: Yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets one of those long touchdowns again. Who's gonna gonna stop him if he's on the open field? Only person I can think of is his other wide receiver teammate, Nicole Hardman. That's the only the guy that can catch him. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be in a uniform in that stadium.
1: All right, the next one. Total games passing yards by Patrick Mahomes. Over two ninety nine in the hook or under? Ooh. I'm gonna go
0: over on that one. I know I mentioned San Fran's defense was pretty good, but again, I think it's. For, I mean, all he had to do is just get to 300, and I think he can do. I think he can do that. I don't think he's gonna throw. I don't think we're gonna see him uh, go for over 400 or higher, but I think 300 is definitely attainable. David.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm going to say just slightly under. I have them like in that 290 to 295 range is where I'm thinking because most of his are going to be high volume. And then when you get a big lead, which I expect City Chiefs to do, I think that's where they're going to do a lot of clock, high management, start running the ball, those kinds of things. And then also Patrick Mahomes, not just a thrower, but I expect them to have, you know, at least sixty or seventy yards rushing in the game as well. So he doesn't have to be just a throw so for three hundred yards and however many touchdowns to get the victory.
1: All right. Now here's here's one. Longest reception by Emmanuel Sanders over eighteen in the hook or under? I'll go over.
2: David? I'll go under, I think, probably. You may get a double-digit yardage reception, maybe like 13 or 14 or something like that.
1: So here's a good one. Jersey number of player to score first TD? Over 26 or under 26? Oh,
0: That one, uh... Ooh, I'm going to have to... Um, let's see. I'm gonna, that's one I'm going to have to think about... For well, I'll say if it's the Niners, I'm gonna say <laughs> I I think there's only I think there's only two guys from the Niners who have a nu- jersey number over twenty and that's uh, Kendrick Bourne and George Kittle. Hmm. Well, so and the Chiefs, I think, only have um, the only one I can name is Travis Kelsey. So I'm going to say un- I'm going to say under in that one.
1: Here's n- another couple more. Um, what about total QB sacks by both teams? Over four and a half or under? Um, I'll say over. That's and that's
0: combined. I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll take the over on that one. All I have to do is get hit five put together, and I think San Fran's D line's at least good for probably three. Kansas City might be able to get a couple of them. David,
2: yeah, I actually have it the other way. I think I think San Francisco has a lower stack total, just because. I mean, it's hard to take on back to beholds, even backfield, open field. But yeah, I think Kansas City's is going to be able to get some pressure. Wouldn't be surprised if we saw a couple corner but to cover stacks that way. All right,
1: yeah, I'm taking the over. Nice, well, guys, thanks for that. We once again, who will have more TD passes, Patrick Mahomes or um, Jimmy G? Jimmy G. I gotta go Mahomes in that one, just because I think that it's it's plus it's point five or point the hook. From Patrick Mahomes, so they're gonna say Patrick Mahomes is gonna have point five more than him. He's Okay, I I think he,
0: I think he probably Mahomes lined up with more than Jimmy G because I think uh, San Fran's gonna you try and use that running game a little bit more, or so.
1: Actually, it it goes by this. These are the prop bets that go that interchange with the games. So, will Patrick Mahomes have more TD passes than? The Rockets and Pelicans combined for assists. Zion William- will. Well, he ha- actually? Will he have more than Zion Williamson?
0: More more TD passes than Zion Williamson's assists. assists. Uh, That's okay. a tough one. That that one I'll have to look up. How many assists per game is Zion averaging? Uh,
1: we'll look that up. But also, also, you-
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lean no in that one.
2: You think Zion's going to pass the ball? What? Um, <laughs> I think mean,
0: all he'd have to do is, like, get four assists. I think Mahomes will probably end up with, like, three touchdown
1: passes. Here's a good one. Who will have more? Shots on goal, Alex Ovechkin or TD receptions by Debo Samuel? <laughs> I'll take Ovi. <laughs> it's Ovi, baby. What about <laughs> you, uh, David? Yeah, I hate to say, yeah, Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. I mean, come on. They're saying Debo Samuel is going to
2: have, I mean, well, Russian can get
1: two in a period, two or three shots on target in a
2: period
1: if he wanted to. If he was, you know, want a good night. Yeah, that's here's the last one. You know, Giannis Anta more points than Jimmy G's passing attempts. Oh, uh, so
0: unless Jimmy G throws it upwards of 35, 40 times. Well, who, who do the Bucks play tonight?
1: No, You mean sun, sun, uh, Sunday? Around Sunday. Let's see.
0: Who do they play?
1: The schedule.
2: <laughs> the Buc- do we even know if John, Giannis is going to play?
1: Uh, yes, they play Phoenix. Oh, they play the. Oh, I'll,
0: I'll say I think Antetokounmpo gets uh, more points. The Phoenix Suns are a. Our hot toilet. Hot
1: toilet. Oh,
0: they God. are bad. No, I mean, true. look, they are one of the, they are one of the worst franchises in all of sports, and they have the one of the worst owners in sports. But that's another topic for another time.
1: Right. Right. David.
2: Yeah, I mean, if we know that Giannis is actually going to play, then yeah, I'm going to say Giannis. But, I mean, it could be a situation where he's
0: just saving his legs for the playoffs. Oh, so it it's another. Another load management game, you think?
2: I mean, he's an all star. You, you want him for the second half. I mean, does he need to go out there and score 45 50? We know Chris Miller can do that if he wants to. I mean, do I think he'll probably play? Yeah, and he'll probably have 35 you 40 know, points just because of the shot But yeah. Zion's that's, that's averaging.
1: 1.8 assists. Not to cut you off. 19.2 points and 1.8 assists this season per game. Well, yeah. All right. And he makes nine million dollars. Yeah, That's still a rookie deal. Yeah, I know. Just letting you know, just for your okay. prop bet. So, Cappella, that was good, really good. Um, as I said before, hopefully, it's going to be a good game. I'm going to probably give the edge to the Chiefs. Won't we'll give you a score. Well, you got Frank. I know you don't give a score, but... I said 34-31 Niners, but I'm rooting for the Chiefs to win. Why are you rooting for the... Oh, so you're you're basically... You're going to be a realist, but then also a fan. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. Frank, I mean, David?
2: Yeah, 45-24 Chiefs, and I think Kyrie Hill is my MVP. Steve
1: Hill. Ooh, that sounds good. All right, fellas, well... That was that was pretty good there. Uh, we we actually got in the Super Bowl and some NFL talk and all that. And um, anything else you guys want to talk about with but, but the NFL or uh, no. the Senior Bowl or what you ever you guys you like to watch? <laughs> I mean, David was probably watching the Senior Bowl. I know. And last week late. he said he told me he watched the Senior. Did not you watch the Senior Bowl, David?
2: No, I didn't catch all of it. I call it in mis- similar with the Pro Bowl. I mean. Mm-hmm kind of this past week, you know, some other stuff happened, so it was a long week. So, you know, mm-hmm. kinda of took my attention Sunday from noon to now.
1: So Yeah, that is true. So anyway, we'll take a quick commercial break. When we return, we'll talk a little uh Kobe. Kobe Bryant, as you know, uh unfortunately uh passed away this Sunday. I couldn't even believe it. So we'll talk a little bit about uh where you were when you heard the information. Also um Let's play a little bit of his tributes for you. These tributes were very touching, I thought. Um, I've I got a few of the tributes up. We'll listen to some of Kobe's tributes and some of the stuff that uh, Kobe, uh, uh, actually LeBron James said. Was, it, was, it was truthful and to 100. Anyway, listen to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, if you want to listen to us, we're on Saturdays 11 on the Terrestrial Radio Dial. If you missed the show, Especially right after Theme Park with Tim and Vicky, one of the best shows here on WXUT. You can listen to us on our podcast, SoundCloud and iTunes. WXUT's after further review. Just subscribe to it. We'll get you the new episodes every time we download them for you. Anyway, coming up next, Somber Talk about Kobe Bryant on 88.3 WXUT's after further review.